part Locked On Wild, your Minnesota Wild every day here on the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Joe Bully of ZoneCoverage.com, and with me is Tony Abbott of the Athletic Minnesota. Tony, how you doing today? Uh, yeah, did a did a did a good day. I did a good day. <laughs> you did a good day, and we also have a special guest from Giles and the Goalie Podcast, part of the the uh, Zone Coverage Podcast Network is. Ben Remington, Ben, how you doing? Hello. Hello. I'm good. I'm good. You uh, I'm, uh, you hunkering down? Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm here in uh, here in the bad cave, and I'm just just trying to survive. All right. It uh, it's strange times. Uh, I think ESPN is showing replays of uh, roller hockey. <clears throat> yeah, they're going. Well, no, somebody asked them to. Oh, okay. Which would be lovely because uh, that was. <laughs> was a very very prominent part of my childhood but yeah it was pro beach hockey wasn't it yeah it was really cool i it mean was cool. it wasn't but it was you know what was so cool about it that's <laughs> that's what i mean it wasn't actually cool okay but like All right. the nostalgia part of it. i hear you because well. it was so it was like unfiltered saturated 90s <laughs> speaking of nostalgia for unsaturated 90s <laughs> we gonna do a draft? We're doing a draft, Joe. We are going to do a draft of our favorite dumb '90s comedies. Word. So uh, I don't know. We we only have so much time to do this segment, and I I don't know. I I I, I want to go three deep. I don't think it's meaningful unless you go three deep. Everyone okay. else on board? Yeah, sounds good to me. All right, uh, Ben. Since you are our guest, I think that uh, that you are worthy of the one-one. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, All right. Did did we determine if I'm able to draft Batman Forever or not? <laughs> Is it a comedy? I, I mean, mean, you could really, you could really kind of see that being a comedy. I mean, bad villain, right? <laughs> uh, Jim Carrey. So, I mean, that, you got that going for you. Okay. I don't. And, I, and Arnold Schwarzenegger. No, that was Batman and Robin. Oh, dang it. I'm I'm being stupid. I'm sorry. You were you were way off. I am way off. Uh, no, it was no. Tommy Lee Jones then. It was. He was Two Face. Um a terrible Two Face at that. Uh so anyway, so uh, inside jokes from Giles and the Goalie aside, uh I'm going to draft a, a movie that is dumb, but in the most sublime way. Uh, I'm gonna take Tommy Boy. Ooh, there you go. Good one. Very quotable. Yes, one-liners galore. I love it. It's one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. It's one of those movies that are on, and I have to watch it no matter where we're at. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I watched it once, liked it, didn't love it, but I would watch it again. Yeah, I'd recommend watching it again. All, All right. right. I, Tony, I think... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let you go, because the last time you gave me the first overall pick with our Wings draft. All right, I'm, I'm going to try to sneak in this. I don't know if I'll get shouted down for this movie not being sufficiently dumb, but mm-hmm. my 1-1 for dumb 90s comedies is Office Space. Yeah, you know what? When we were talking about whether they're dumb or not, I think that one's very borderline. Yeah. There's definitely some dumb to it, but there was definitely a lot of really smart shit in there. It, well, there's still a lot of smart stuff in there that uh... – you know, that is still so quotable and still so uh, relative to even today. If you work, if you just work, yeah. I mean, when I was a tech and I didn't work in an office, it was very relatable. So is it allowed? I'm going to allow it. 
Yeah, I will, but barely. All Very right. Barely. Get yeah. off my elevator. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going. I'm, I'm. I'm up for the next pick, and I'm going fully into funny, dumb comedies from the '90s, and I'm picking Austin Powers' International Matter Mystery. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, that's a great one. You that want to talk about good. dumb? <laughs> yeah, it, you know, it really was underrated how good of a Bond parody that was. Like oh, it, it had its it had its own jokes, of course, and everyone knew it was like they made fun of Bond like crazy. Oh, right! But, like how much they parodied Bond and how funny it was was really well done. Did you guys uh, know that the uh, the Austin Powers theme was the uh, theme of a like obscure Canadian? TV game show from like the seventies or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> that makes a ton of sense. That's awesome. Actually. Yeah. Uh, but All right. Austin Powers rules. Uh, so many great, uh, so many great jokes. So much good, like visual gags. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> so good. I think Tony, you and I were talking one time after his show. The uh, the part where he gets kind of wedged with the cart in the hallway was one of oh, the best, man. funniest gags ever. That's a great physical bit. That might be my. Uh, that might be like my favorite, like funny bit from a uh, from a movie ever. It's so good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, we go back to Ben. Oh, okay. We're not serpentining. No. Um, all right. I, I can't believe this hasn't been picked yet, guys. I mean, come on, Dumb and Dumber. Like yeah. how that, that, it's it's. If you think dumb '90s comedy, it's kind of quintessential, isn't it? Like it's yeah. It's it's not aside from just being in the name. I, I was hoping that was going to pull one me. blind spot. Really? In this, in this category, I've I have still never seen Dumb and Dumber to this day. What? I know. Oh. You know, it. I, I think I wouldn't say it's aged really, really well, but it's aged pretty well. So here's my thing. I know that Jim Carrey wears on a lot of people, but oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. if you are looking for well I think what really makes that movie too is just Jeff Daniels. I mean he's oh, fantastic yeah. and, yep. and and the two I think are great because it's it's there's a lot of subtlety and stupidity in there too. Mm-hmm. Um it's it's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah Tony I, not not that it's like a bucket list item but I I would recommend it. I, I think if it just like shut your brain off, maybe have a couple of beverages, uh and definitely get around to it. Oh I'd be down for that. I'd be down for that. Anyway it's yeah. my turn. And, uh, and I'm going to go, this might be my first dumb 90s movie, like the first dumb 90s movie that I've ever, that I ever watched. And I loved it and I still love it today. I watched it not that long ago, like maybe a couple years ago. And like, obviously some of it's the nostalgia taking over, but, uh, Wayne's World. Oh, that was on my list, but that's a good one. That one almost kind of borders on not being dumb too. I mean, there was definitely some dumb things too, but it's kind of like Office Space, where there's some really there's some really smart stuff in there if you if you know what you're looking for. That's a good one though. Mm-hmm. I, I I do I had that one on my list. The, I I got the kids to watch that recently, and I just forgot there's <clears throat> all the really funny hidden like subtle oh yeah that's in there as well. Yeah. It's it's really good. Mm-hmm. A lot of fourth wall breaking. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, love that stuff. The 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 best part in in that movie, if uh, if I have to point to a favorite scene, is definitely the one where uh, where they're uh, they're making fun of corporate sponsorship. Oh, yes. that's so good. <laughs> Garth has an entire like Union Jack jumpsuit on. <laughs> it's like, oh god, that was great. People only do things because they get paid. <laughs> That's just really sad. 
Oh, I still do the is. joke like when uh, somebody need, is asking for uh, um, like aspen or ibuprofen or something like that, and they, or if I ask for it and they hand it to me, I'm like, oh, little yellow, <laughs> <laughs> perfect. Um, I'm gonna go, and I don't know if this will count. Um, I'm gonna say clerks. Oh, that was another one too that I thought of on the borderline. Um, Are you gonna I, veto? I I... You gonna veto? I don't know, Tony. What do you think? I, I don't know. I'm 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 kind of on the board with this one. Look, I can't say I can't say anything after Office Space in Wayne's World. True. Okay. So like, if you guys if you guys were going going to allow those movies, even though like I would, yeah. I would defend them as being in that genre, but if you yeah. guys are are going to allow those, I think we have to allow Clerks. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I mean, it, again, it's it's there was dumb to it, but it was intentionally dumb, you know. And. Mm-hmm. Uh, it wasn't dumb like Polly Shore movie dumb, but it was. <laughs> yeah, we could just we could just do this as '90s comedies. This doesn't have like. Yeah, that's true. It's true. I mean, because the only one that we really disqualified beforehand was Big mm-hmm. Lebowski, which is fair, but yeah, uh, yeah. Well, whatever. all right. Well, so before we get to Ben's next picks, we're gonna take a, a short break, and we'll come back and conclude this draft because. Uh, Well, there's a lot to talk about and digest here. There's just so many good ones to go over. So uh, stay tuned through the break. We'll conclude the, uh, the, the 90s movie draft. You're listening to Locked on Wild. Welcome back to Locked on Wild here on the Locked on Podcast Network. Uh, we are doing a 90s comedy uh, draft, I suppose. Um, and uh, I want to say, I thought we did pretty good in the first two rounds. And here we are going to uh, conclude with uh, our, our third round going three deep in this draft. And uh, I believe Ben, uh, you are up. Okay. You're, you are on the clock here to, uh, to pick your third and final movie. This is so hard to decide you guys. It's it, there's so many good ones, um, but I, I'm going to go with a personal favorite one that I kind of grew up watching, um, knew every line to for a long time. And this is a hockey podcast, uh, technically, for for now. Um, so I'm going to go with Happy Gilmore. Oh, you sniped mm-hmm. me! Yeah, there you go. It's, uh, it's just tremendous. And and you know, I mean, I know it's dumb. It's Adam Sandler. You can say what you want about that, but yeah. it just that movie is just a lot of fun. Especially if you're, you know, I think the first time I saw it, I was probably like 11 or 12. I mean, my God, just right in the wheelhouse, you know. Oh, it was it was good. It's a perfect sports movie. It really is. Uh, and I'm not a golf fan in, in like the I'm not a golf fan at all, but I'll watch that movie because it actually made golf kind of exciting. Right. And as a kid, when you grew up staying home from school, because, uh, well, there wasn't an outbreak, but you had a you had a sad <laughs> stummy. Um, and, uh, you know, you're, you're used to watching uh, The Price is Right. And Bob Barker shows up in the film, and he ends up beating oh, the crap out of Happy Gilmore. It was great. So good, so good. I don't know if I have a a better like comedy villain than Shooter McGavin. He was oh, really he good. Was, he was so amazing. <laughs> Such a great character. That dude's amazing. Um, ah, I, I've got I've got a couple that are on my honorable mentions list. Maybe uh, another day. But uh, I'm going to go with another Adam Sandler movie and, and Billy Madison. I think yeah. that Happy Gilmore is a perfect sports movie. But I but I, I really appreciate how much weirder Billy Madison goes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, that's just, like, a uh, weird movie. <laughs> yeah. 
It really was. So sorry, Mr. Penguin. <laughs> yeah, just like, just, uh, like, uh, whether it's like Miss Lippy, like, smearing glue over her face <laughs> at recess, or, or the, uh, or the, uh, the, uh, Final round of Jeopardy, where where there where like half the categories yes. about are about how his wife is sleeping around. <laughs> oh God! Just there's so it's... many great little details in that movie, and I I, I yep. really love it for sure. And I will always I I will never ever ever say that uh, that the analysis comparing the puppy lost his way to the industrial revolution <laughs> <laughs> I will never say that was a bad take that was good literary analysis it was it was it was but really... I will give you no points and have mercy on they <laughs> got have mercy on your soul it was really ahead of its time <laughs> I'm gonna take a sneaky one here this might be off the board but I love the dark humor in this movie. I'm going to go with the Adams Family. Oh, wow. Ooh, I don't know if I've seen the Adams Family movie. The 90s one? I I did, but I, I don't remember very much of it, unfortunately. It comes on <clears throat> about every Halloween. Yeah. And the kids will watch it, but I find there's a lot of small, subtle things that I never got as a kid yeah. that I absolutely get. And I love, like, the morbidness of it as well. And I... I find myself laughing my arse off so many times in that movie. And the kids are like, oh, I don't get it. Right. But I'm I'm just cracking up, just cackling. Um, and it's one of those safer movies because you can watch it with the kids. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's not like your rated R's or your, your PG-13s from the 90s. It's very, very safe. But I, I just love, like, the darkness of it. So I'm going to sneak that one in as, as my, my last... One, it's a little bit off the board, probably a reach, but um, just because it's one of my personal favorites uh, every year that I get to get to watch it and uh, and enjoy it just because of how, um, like I said, just the darkness of it. And I, I feel like maybe I'm probably going to go to hell for laughing at half the joke they do, but uh, it's, uh, it's one of those, I think, classic ones. Before moving yeah. to the wild, does anyone have, uh, have uh, honorable mentions they want to just – Fire out there. Sure. Oh yeah, South Park, bigger, longer, uncut. That's a really good one. Yeah. The uh, you can't say the f word. <laughs> that one, uh, that tirade. My friend had it freaking memorized. It was so good. Uh, just uh, so good. Spy Who Shagged Me was yeah. really good. Yeah, uh, was. Right up there with International Man of Mystery, uh, sure. Zoolander, and The Water Boy were three that were still on my board. Yeah. Uh, I. I liked half bake, half baked. Yes, yeah, uh, your your prototypical uh, stoner movie, but I do feel like it was really quotable. Yeah, it was definitely. Um, and I'm I always liked Dave Chappelle, so mm-hmm. uh, yeah, half baked was up there. Tremendous. All right, all right. Let's take let's. Uh, that was probably a shorter segment, but let's take another pause here, and then we'll get into more of an extended one to talk. Actually, talk wild here, okay? Mm-hmm. All right, you're listening to Locked On Wild. Welcome back to the final segment here on Locked on Wild for your Monday show. Uh, ben, because you're our guest, I'm going to ask you this question about the Minnesota Wild. Since, uh, well, we don't have any wild hockey uh, for this foreseeable future, it looks like the uh, the NHL will be uh, potentially 
suspended even into June with uh, the new CDC recommendation. Right. Um, do you think that they will pick back up on the, uh, on the season and try to finish it out and have a Stanley cup winner? Or do you think that, uh, maybe they just wipe out the rest of the season, try to set, start the, uh, the next season, uh, anew and fresh. Uh, you know, I think it's still too early to tell. Um, I, I think, especially with this new thing from the CDC, I think it's downright foolish to try to finish the regular season at this point. Um, I think that the NHL needs to kind of pull the plug on that. And yeah, teams haven't played the exact number of games, but that's why you have points percentage. And is it a hundred percent fair? No, probably not. But this is a very unprecedented situation. And I think, you know, just shuttering half or half the teams right now and being like, Hey, stay home and and stay healthy is, is probably what the NHL should do. Um, And then I see, you know, Probably a full playoffs if if everything goes right and you know the CDC said that today so mid May or, or late May is, is is the first that they can really pick things up and so you're starting the playoffs a month late but I mean you could do worse things I guess uh, you know so cutting off a month of the regular season going a month late I, I think that you still can probably start next season on time without too much issue if you just are a month late. Uh, I, I don't, that, this is kind of my feeling on it. What I thought, what I think they should do, but I mean, this is, I mean, look how much things have changed in the last week alone. Right. Um, it's really impossible to tell right now. I mean, things could go great and, and everyone could be itching to get back into hockey, you know, on May 15th. Um, or this could get a lot worse and, and we could be, you know, uh, scratching to survive come, come late (laughs) May. Who knows? Uh, but I don't know. That's just kind of my general thoughts on it. I don't know why you even act like you're going to play another regular season game. Just, just call it now and, and, and mm-hmm. try to do some version of the playoffs when you can, if you can. And, and uh, just go with that. Cause you gotta think it's gotta wrap up by the 26th of June when the draft is just so you know what the draft order is going to be. I mean, yeah, it could, if, if you want to keep in, if you want to keep that schedule, I'm sure, I'm sure the arena is scheduled for that. So yeah, that's probably a safe bet. So like it, I I I don't know if they can do seven game series. No, they, they there's somebody mentioned that doing five game series in the opening round at least uh, for the NHL and the NBA. Um, but at the same time, like look how many absurd travel days were in the NHL schedule before for the playoffs. I think they could probably tighten it up a little bit um, if they were to start in May and get it done in a month instead of the you know six to seven weeks that they usually take. Yeah, that I don't. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see how that happens. I, I think it'd be weird though if they <clears throat> decided to pick back up and try to push it out into July, because um, I think that there was, uh, I think there were rumors that the uh, that the NHL was asking owners and teams to uh, potentially have arena availability into uh, into June, potentially July. Yeah. Uh, no, I saw could that you too. can you imagine if they had a, a Stanley Cup uh, championship after? the 4th of July. <laughs> that'd be, that'd be odd. And then here's a question I'm probably going to ask to uh, some of our other guests later this week. Um, but uh, what does it do to like the league year? Uh, the league year usually and free agencies uh, starts on, on July 1st and you've got salary caps and salaries and things like that. So are players getting paid out of, uh, out of the, the next year 
then if the if you're looking into uh, into games into July, it's all really weird how this all would work out if they decided to postpone or push um, uh, events in order to try to get a champion um, with the league. Yeah, I would agree. I, I mean, it, it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. And I, I think it's possible they go into July. I, you know, pushing back the draft wouldn't be the weirdest thing that's happened so far this week. Uh, so I don't know. That, that's entirely possible. But I think you can still do a regular off season if you're only pushing back that far. Um, if you push back any further than that, I, yeah, it gets really, really dicey and really weird. Um, but as long as you're done with everything from the draft or free agency before I'd say August ish. I think you should be sure. Is there for, for, let's look back at the, uh, the rest of the the season that actually was played. Do you have like a favorite storyline so far through the, uh, the wild season? Um, (laughs) I, I don't know. I think maybe the most interesting one, and, and this is not necessarily in a good way, but uh, the whole saga of Jason Zucker was kind of fascinating to watch it play out. And, um, you know, a lot of you can go kind of either way as to whether you're happy or, or mad about him being dealt. But I think it was a very interesting ordeal, really. I mean, to, to, to not really have a better word for it, but it was an interesting mm-hmm. ordeal to kind of watch you know, this poor guy go through it really uh, in real time. I mean, all the way from Paul Fenton trying to deal him 75 times last season uh, <laughs> to, you know, you kind of hear rumblings of it and, and um, you know, lots of local folks with, with bad opinions stumping for it. And um, that, that was, that was interesting. Uh, you know, maybe not the most important thing about the wild season and maybe not uh, everyone's lasting memory, but, but it was kind of fascinating to watch that play out. Uh, just from a personal to its business side of things, mm-hmm. um, that that was that was interesting. Did you like the return that the Wild got in that trade, or are you still kind of waiting to see what that that late first round pick is going to be to to make a judgment? Um, you know, when the trade happened, I, I kind of was on the slightly more pessimistic side. I don't think it was a bad return. I mean, you're taking that ten times out of ten over Michael Froelich. Um, right, but, right. Uh, but I don't think it was a bad return, but it's just like, you know, what are the odds that that first round pick becomes a player as good as Zucker? Fairly low. Um, and, and the second, and, and the, the second rounder defenseman kid they got is supposedly pretty good. So obviously that helps you kind of mitigate that risk a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I don't know. It just, it, it seemed to me like it, it's, why are you making that move? You know, if, if you right. have a team that you want to make the playoffs and then three days later, he fires Bruce and says he wanted to make, you know, he, he did it to help his team make the playoffs. It's like, well, what the F are you doing here? Like right. you just traded away one of the best players on the team. And, and so I don't, it just didn't, it didn't make a ton of sense to me. And they've, you know, especially with Koivu coming off the books, they've got enough cap flexibility to where you didn't like have to underline, have to deal Jason Zucker. So I it just, I don't know. It was weird to me. All right. Is there like a favorite moment? Uh, well, that was probably, that was my question. Um, what about your moment or storyline that you think was probably the worst of the season so far? Oof. Um, Too well, many to I, count? <laughs> <laughs> kind of. To me, I guess it goes hand in hand. It was, it was the firing of Bruce Boudreaux and it was, it was selfishly because we all love Bruce. Like, 
you know, obviously the how quotable he was and how relatable he was was great and, and something you don't often find out of an NHL hockey coach. Um, but at the same time, like I said, the timing of it was strange. They were 7-3 and three in their last 10, I think, at that point. And, you know, Garrett had just dealt Zucker, so you're kind of like, okay, well, this is what it is. This is a, you know, this is a rebuilding half the rest of the season. We'll see who else they can deal at the deadline. And then he fires Bruce and does nothing at the deadline. Uh, not for lack of trying, obviously, but, um, yeah, it just kind of left you with a weird feeling on not really understanding the direction of this team. And uh, so, and again, selfishly, 100% selfishly, I was sad to see Bruce go. And uh, lastly, before we uh, we wrap up the show here, um, if this really is it for the Wild, is there is there anything that you're actually looking forward to into next season when the, the Wild pickup play, hopefully in October, and and try to uh, to continue whatever it is that this path that they're on, whether they're actually rebuilding or they're or if they uh, are, are going to try to make a chance or a run to uh, the postseason. Yeah, I, so I think there's two things that will be extra fascinating between now and whenever next season begins, if, if that's how it goes down. Uh, number one is obviously the Kirill Kaprasov situation. It's, it's, it's been all but guaranteed that he's coming over, um, but that's not guaranteed. And, and so I think that's going to be very interesting to see, um, you know, how that whole scenario plays out, especially now with, with the season suspended and, and uh, the KHL kind of dragging their feet on suspending as well. I don't know if they actually did today or not, but I know they still quite hadn't yet. Um, so that's that's very interesting. Also, I mean, the second thing, and, and maybe even more important, is the goaltending situation. Uh, you've got Devin Dubnik, who is, I mean, it, it's 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 really sad, honestly. I mean, he's he's very much a shell of his previous self uh, here in Minnesota. You've got Alex Daylock, who is very much on a hot streak, um, but you know this whole pause may have may well have thrown a bucket of ice on that and uh it's not like you can rely on him to be your number one starter long term anyway either so uh i think in order to to have a team that they they want to have a playoff team next year kaprizov has to show up and you have to do something with your goaltending i don't know what uh there's there's lots of there's lots of different options there especially with the expansion draft looming next summer um but you got to do something if this Minnesota Wild season was a dumb '90s comedy, what would it be? <laughs> uh, I can't say Batman Forever, can I? Um, it, jeez, uh, that's a good question. I think this one would be, jeez, uh, um, propped up by one star. Mm-hmm. Uh, didn't quite know how to end. Mm. Solid supporting cast. Ah. <sighs> Oh, I would have to consult the list here. I'd... <laughs> How do you have? Do you have any thoughts on that at all? Is, is anything jumping out to you? Me? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it, does, um, it does sound like uh, every other movie, though. <laughs> kind of does, yeah. Uh, oh man, I just I don't want to give it too much credit, you know. Yeah, no, I get um, it. I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with. There's something about Mary. Ooh, okay. Because that was a movie that was like, yeah, there were some good spots. Um, you know, there were some quotables in there, and and uh, Ben Stiller was all right, and there's a decent cast around him, but wasn't really a laugh riot, and and it kind of you know, 
it kind of, I think it's kind of lost steam, you know, at, at, towards the end. Not the wild did, they, they kind of did the opposite, but yeah, I'll go with that. I'll go with that. What the hell is Kevin Fiala doing here? I'm in town to play the <laughs> Dolphins, you dumbass. <laughs> exactly. Kevin Fiala plays Brett Favre. Exactly. All right, uh, Ben, where can we find you or your, uh, where can we find you, I guess? Uh, well, you can find me hiding my basement um, for the <laughs> next two months. Uh, luckily, it just got redone after it flooded. So, um, but no, I'm on Twitter at Ben Remington, uh, spelled kind of the way you would expect it. Uh, I no longer write for Zone Coverage, but I am on the Zone Coverage Podcast Network as part of Giles and the Goalie, as you mentioned previously. Um, so, yeah, those would be the two places to find um, my bad opinions and poop jokes. All right. And, Tony, where can we find you? You can follow me on Twitter at OhHiTony. You can follow my work at The Athletic Minnesota. And you can follow me on Twitter at JoeBoo15 and my work at ZoneCoverage.com. <laughs> That's going to do it for today's show. If you liked today's show, please hit subscribe so your device sends it to you every time there's a new episode so you don't have to do any work. Also, leave a review and a rating on whatever podcast service you use. You can follow the podcast on Twitter. Just look up at LockedOnWild. Hey, uh, Ben, did you know that you can get in touch with us via email? Really? Yeah, you can... Uh, Email us at our inbox, lockedonwild at gmail.com. So I don't have to uh, tweet you guys all of my dumb questions every week? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thanks for listening to Locked on Wild. And thanks, Ben, for showing up. And be sure to check us out every Monday through Friday to stay on top of everything revolving around your Minnesota Wild every day. <laughs>